Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. We're making a slow cooker dish today. It's one I haven't made before, and against my own rules, I'm going to make some significant modifications. This is for slow cooker Korean beef. The pictures look really good. This is adapted from a recipe from I Heart Eating online. It looks really easy, and I love things that go in the slow cooker and just become food at the end of doing nothing. I appreciate that. So I thought we'd try it. The thing is, I'm really trying to make a one-dish meal, and there's nothing in this dish except beef. And I know that several Asian dishes use broccoli with beef in a sauce. So I'm going to stir in some broccoli florets as well, because then hopefully it'll be a better balanced meal. You don't have to do that. It goes over rice. So you'll want to think about that, but you could always serve some sort of side dish and leave the vegetables out of this altogether. So this says it serves eight. It's really fast prep, and then it cooks for several hours in your slow cooker. Here are your ingredients. One and a half pounds of flank steak, a quarter of a cup of cornstarch, two tablespoons of toasted sesame oil, two cloves of garlic, half cup of soy sauce, and I'm using a low-sodium one, half cup of beef broth, and I've just got fat-free store-brand beef broth can here, three-quarters of a cup of brown sugar, a quarter of a cup of a white onion, and when it's chopped, that's probably two slices of a large onion, maybe, a quarter of a teaspoon red pepper flakes, and if you want... These are garnish, but you put sesame seeds sprinkled over the top or chopped green onions sprinkled over the top, and that will make it look a lot more interesting. And then you want your rice for serving. I am going to include a small head of broccoli florets. A flank steak is a really interesting cut of meat. It looks really grainy. And that's actually helpful because after you get it out of your wrapper, you want to slice it really thinly. So you need a really sharp knife. 
and you're going to slice it quite thinly. You've seen this done in Asian dishes where it's just really thin slices of beef. You want to cut it against the grain. And that's why I said it's kind of nice to have it be so grainy because you can tell pretty clearly and easily what that means. You don't want to slice it in the same direction as the lines that you see on the slice of meat, but crossways to that, perpendicular to that. As thin as you can get them, and that will depend on your knife. And my piece here is kind of wide. I would say at its widest point, it's probably eight inches wide. So I'm cutting these really long strips. And I am going to cut them in half when I'm finished slicing here. Just because I think that'll make them closer to bite size instead of these really long strips. It cuts up pretty quickly if you have a sharp knife. I am using a really sharp knife that I just love. And I'm going to make you wait to hear about that because I'm about to do a quick bite podcast about my knives. You can look for it later. It's going to be called Getting Into Cindy's Drawers. Okay. (laughs) All right. Once your flank steak is all chopped up, you can do one of two things. You can either put it in a bowl. If you don't mind getting your hands dirty, you can put it in a bowl. If you don't want to get your hands dirty, put it into a Ziploc bag, a largish one. I'm going to just get my hands dirty. And then add your cornstarch to either the bowl or the bag. Quarter of a cup is four tablespoons. And if you're using the Ziploc bag, seal up the bag and shake it around until the meat's all coated in the cornstarch. I'm doing it in a bowl with my hands. We're just mixing it together. So all the beef is coated with cornstarch. This is going to serve as a thickener so that your Korean beef sauce is more gravy-like than broth-like. Now I'm going to slice up some onion, and I'm going to get a different knife for that because you don't want meat juice on your onion unless you're going to use all of it, which I am not. So now I'm using my ceramic knife, which I have a possibly false belief helps keep it from tearing, crying when you cut the onion quarter of a cup of white onion chopped isn't very much. It's probably only one slice of onion. I probably lied to you earlier. And let's deal with the garlic as well. You want a couple of cloves of garlic. And you have several ways you could prepare this. The recipe specifies that it should be minced. So we could do that. We also could use a planer. That was me cracking the garlic to get the skin off of it. You just press down on it. Peel off the shell here. You have broken garlic inside, but that's really okay because you're going to cut it up anyway. It's hard to say you could use your zester if you wanted to. You could also use a garlic press. I think I'm just going to go ahead and cut it. The knife's in my hand. I'm going to go ahead and mince it to tiny little bits. This was a huge clove of garlic, and that's okay. I always believe in using more garlic than it says, especially if it's an Asian dish or an Italian dish. I think that it's hard to go wrong with garlic, and the more the merrier. All right, that's as minced as I'm going to bother with it. Now, if you're not using any vegetables, you don't have to do this next step. And actually, even if you decide you want to copy me and use the broccoli, we're not going to use it for a while. So I'm going to cut it up here and leave it on my cutting board, but we don't really need it for a bit. I'm going to cut it into kind of bite-sized pieces. 
We can't put this in the slow cooker along with the beef because it will sort of cremate it. It'll make it way too mushy. And so this doesn't go into the slow cooker until about 20 minutes before we're ready to eat. Maybe half an hour. We'll see. And I'm using what there is of the stem as well because why not? But again, bite-sized pieces. I always advocate for using the stem of the broccoli. It's the same stuff. It's not flowery and pretty, but it's silly to throw it out. Seems just wasteful to me. All right. Now we got some bite-sized broccoli. This is probably, I'm going to eyeball it. I'm going to say this is three cups of chopped broccoli florets. I didn't chop them really small because I want them to be there and show up in the final mix. That's all the preparation there is. The rest is just about pouring stuff into your slow cooker. So into the lining of the slow cooker, you're going to put two tablespoons of toasted sesame oil. I love this stuff. Tiny bit of this stuff in making fried rice makes all the difference between whether it tastes like something you scrounged up or something that came from a restaurant. So it's good to have on hand. And the soy sauce, which is a half a cup. Now that's a lot of soy sauce. I uh, can't really overemphasize that. It's a lot. So it's going to be pretty salty, which is why I've decided to use a low sodium so I get the flavor without quite as much salt because you can always add regular soy sauce at the table or salt even. But once it's too salty, there's nothing you can do about it. Have a cup of soy sauce. Have a cup of this beef broth. I have to open the can. That means I have to find something to do with the rest of this. <laughs> It'll sit in my refrigerator and probably eventually I'll throw it out because I won't have found anything to do with it. I don't use a lot of beef broth. I use a lot of chicken broth. I use some vegetable broth. I don't use a lot of beef broth. Anyway, that's another half cup into your slow cooker thing. And then the garlic goes in. I use a bench scraper. I just love my bench scraper. I cooked for a long time without knowing even what a bench scraper was, much less what it could do. And then three quarters of a cup of brown sugar, packed brown sugar. Oh, I have to traipse down into the basement for supplies. Wouldn't it be great to have just a big kitchen where everything is? I have to keep my extra spices, my extra baking supplies, my supposedly extra cooking tools, my tart pan, a bunch of baking pans that I only use a couple of times a year are all relegated to the basement. I know that's not a big deal. It just seems like it would be cool. It makes me sad. I like my stuff. I and mean, I wish I had it around me. Uh, and the basement is not that. Anyway... Your three quarters of a cup of brown sugar, pack it in there into the measuring cup, I mean, and then dump that on into the slow cooker. Then your onion goes in, and it's clear that this isn't meant to be noticeable in the dish. It's really just sort of a flavor enhancer. Otherwise, there'd be more of it. And a quarter of a teaspoon of red pepper flakes. You can go milder on this if you want. I kind of suspect that the heat from this is an important flavor. 
If you really dislike things with heat, you can cut back or leave it out. Before you decide, think about the fact that after you put the rice underneath it, that'll sort of ameliorate the heat somewhat, but not entirely. Okay, then stir that up. And then dump in your cornstarched beef. Some of that cornstarch is going to stick to your bowl or your Ziploc bag. There's not a lot we can do about that. It's okay. And then stir the beef in until it's all coated in this sauce. And that's it. Oh my goodness, that is so quick. Put the lid on. Turn your slow cooker on. You get a choice here. You can cook it two to three hours on high, or you can cook it in four to five hours on low. I'm going to opt for that because dinner's far away. And because I want the beef as tender as I can get it, so I don't want to cook it fast and hot. I want to cook it low and slow. The rest just sits here. The broccoli doesn't go in until about four and a half hours from now. I'm going to come in and put the broccoli in and stir it around. If you're not using the broccoli, this recipe is going to cook. You're going to sprinkle it with sesame seeds and chop a green onion so that you have the green parts that sprinkle over the top so it looks pretty. And you're going to serve all of that over some steamed white rice. If you are putting the broccoli in, you want to put it in about half an hour before you're ready to eat so that it has a chance to become tender and cooked without becoming mushy. But then the rest is the same as if you hadn't added the broccoli, which means you sprinkle it with the sesame seeds if you want. As a garnish, that's really just for looks, not flavor. And you sprinkle it with chopped green onions and you're done. This is an incredibly easy dish to make, which is actually true of many, if not most, slow cooker meals, which is part of the reason I love them. The other part being that it's sort of safe and homey and cheering to come home from a job that you've been at all day and the house smells lovely because something's been cooking all by itself while you were gone. It's a great thing. If you don't have a slow cooker, you should get one, honestly. And if you do that, there are more recipes on my website, thecookalongpodcast.com for slow cooker meals, and you can find lots of them online. They're just so nice to come home to. Tell your friends you listen to the Cook Along podcast. Share the recipes with them. Consider throwing some money my way to help pay for this podcast, either through your Acast listening app or through patreon.com. Look for the Cook Along podcast. I hope this makes a good dinner for you. If you didn't throw the broccoli in to make it a one-dish meal, put some steamed green beans or something next to it. I look forward to cooking with you again. And until next time, happy cooking! Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cookalong podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cookalong podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.